You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast providing you with everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer. Hello, and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast. I hope you're all having a good summer. We've been busy here at LCN working on the new editions of the Beginner's Guide to a Career in Law, the Law Apprenticeships Guide, and the Law Careers Net Handbook. These will all be available in the autumn at your school, university, law fair, or online. We've also opened applications to our Student Careers Conferences Law Careers Net Live, which are taking place in Manchester, London and Bristol later this year in November and December. There will be an episode about Law Careers Net Live next month, so definitely keep an eye out for that one. I'm delighted to say that this episode is sponsored by Lexology. If you haven't heard of Lexology, it is a content hub and tailored legal newsfeed service emailed to more than 450,000 lawyers worldwide on a daily basis. By working in collaboration with over 900 law firms globally, Lexology collects comprehensive, up-to-date, quality content that is relevant to anyone wishing to pursue a career in law. Now, Lexology is a sister brand here at our company, Law Business Research, and this week I'm going to be chatting to two of my colleagues, Fran and Vicky, who will be talking a bit about what exactly Lexology is, what you can learn from Lexology, and an example of the ways in which you can use the content on the website to drill down into the ways that law firms are thinking and reacting to really contemporary topics. Before any of you switch off the podcast and think, this isn't for me, we should say that reading around legal and commercial issues is of the utmost importance to any aspiring lawyer. As you all know, commercial awareness and insight are essential when presenting yourself to future employers. We've heard from many students over the years that the main stumbling block to this skill is sourcing and absorbing this sort of knowledge efficiently. Lexology will help you understand how law firms work and how they present themselves to their clients. In short, Lexology is a vital resource you should be using in your search for a career in law. Here's Lexology's Client Services Manager, Fran, with more. Thanks, Beth. Simply put, Lexology connects content written by law firms with the right subscribers, which could include you. We categorise content by the jurisdiction and subject matter of the article, and then each newsfeed is tailored to an individual subscriber based on their preferences. So, for example, someone might tell us that they want to receive UK content on banking and commercial law, and that's what they see in their email every morning. So the first action I'd advise that you take is to sign up for a newsfeed. Specifically, I'd advise that you sign up for an LCN newsstand powered by Lexology, which you can see a link for on LCN and in the podcast description. That will deliver a weekly newsfeed that has been curated by the editorial team here at LCN with the articles they believe will be the most pertinent for law students. It's a great new offering and something I really wish had been available when I was a law student. The second action is log in and search relevant content. We have a huge archive of over 868,000 articles with 200 added every day. There's a wealth of information that you can use for research to either understand what a firm writes on or to learn a little bit more about a topic. You can use the Lexology search, it uses Boolean search to narrow down the results to see content and authors relating to keywords. What I'd really recommend is using the Content Hubs pages. We have hub pages for every work area and jurisdiction that Lexology covers, as well as hubs for the specific contributing firms. For example, you could go to Competition and Antitrust on the Work Areas tab of hubs. 
you can filter by jurisdiction, say the UK, to only see content on competition and antitrust that relates to the UK. That will show you popular and recent content in this area on the platform. It also shows you the author leaderboard, i.e. the lawyers whose content is performing well in this area, and there's also a leaderboard for firms. When I checked this morning, Slaughter and May and Bird and Bird were coming in at number one and two. Why does this matter? Well, it allows you to see which firms are writing and, by implication, trying to promote themselves on this subject. It gives you a sense, albeit it's information to use alongside your other research, of who are the real thought leaders in this area. It allows you to find lawyers at those firms who are putting themselves forward as experts in a particular topic. That might well be interesting information to know ahead of an assessment day or an interview. One of the best ways to use these tools is that I'd recommend looking at the topics you're interested in that could be blockchain, Brexit or GDPR, or even firms that you're interested in. Go to the hub pages and click on the follow button. This will promote any relevant content from those selected firms or those particular topics to the top of your daily email. If I had an interview with a firm coming up, I think it would be a great way in the month running up to that to keep abreast of the themes their lawyers are writing about. You could even follow a specific lawyer if you think that might be useful. Finally, we have our monthly blog, the Lexology Scorecard. This looks at key data across the platform every month to understand the most popular topics and articles and work areas. You can understand the most popular topics in front of in-house counsel, and they're really the buyers of legal services that firms are trying to reach. You can see what they're reading and what they're worried about. You can also see the articles they've read the most. To speak a little bit more about the trends we're seeing in the market and on the platform, here's Vicky from the editorial team. I'm here with Vicky, who's going to tell us about how she uses Lexology. Thanks, Beth. As an editor at Law Business Research, one of my tasks is to write for the Lexology blog. This means trawling through content to find the hot topics that in-house counsel are reading and writing about, then putting all this information in one place, basically adding any insight or key takeaways that I find along the way. In a way, it's not far off what candidates are expected to do during the application process for a vacation scheme or a training contract. We all know that commercial awareness is a key characteristic that graduate recruitment look for in potential trainees, and from my experience, Lexology can be a really great place to keep on top of developments in whatever sectors you're interested in, and find out more about the topics that are particularly important to you. Can you tell us about some of the topics that you've written on? Well, we cover a whole range of topics on the blog. Personally, I always find myself coming back to technology. Legal tech is a huge topic at the moment and is obviously having a visible effect on the way that lawyers work. Well, on the way that the whole industry works. AI especially is becoming more popular, but some firms are still reluctant to use it. And I think that's really interesting. Actually, AI makes a great talking point for two reasons. It's being used for more and more tasks that lawyers traditionally do. Things like drafting contracts, alternative dispute resolution, data management, conducting searches. But it's also raising a lot of questions about regulation. How do we regulate it and which authorities should take charge? Are there any ethical questions? Where does liability fall? And how can law firms compete against alternative legal service providers with better tech? Actually, a lot of contributors on Lexology offer tips for choosing AI tools, and a lot of them will publish lists of the most up-to-date technology. But there was an interesting article by Blue Jay Legal this month called Law in the Age of Artificial Intelligence, which talked about the fact that some firms are still reluctant to use AI. 
It said that 23% of large law firms surveyed recently admitted that they'd lost expected client business to the big four. That's the big four professional services networks in the world, KPMG, Ernest & Young, Deloitte and PwC. But then there was another article by a different firm explaining how they can actually learn from these companies by doing things like reviewing clients to identify industry strengths, developing industry practice client teams, conducting open and honest client service interviews, things like that to get a better understanding of what they can improve on. I think one of the big concerns around AI and legal tech is to do with data protection. And that's obviously another hot topic. Ever since GDPR came into force last year, my newsfeed has been full of headlines about data privacy breaches and the huge fines that companies can face. Stevenson Harwood writes a monthly data protection update, which covers a range of jurisdictions. This month had some really interesting cases involving the ICO and the fact that it has issued its first fines under the GDPR. The first one was a fine against British Airways for over £180 million after 500,000 people had their personal data compromised last year. The second one was almost £100 million against Marriott International because apparently it failed to undertake appropriate due diligence during an acquisition. Considering the BA fine was 1.5% its worldwide turnover last year, I don't think the ICO is messing around when it comes to GDPR. So is Stevenson Harwood the only firm that publishes a regular update like this? No, plenty of firms do them. Sometimes they're more helpful than checking traditional news sites, actually, because they focus on a specific area of law or a specific location, and they cut the waffle. Obviously, Brexit is a key talking point at the moment, but the way it's reported on in the news is so emotive. On Lexology, you get a streamlined version. Considering that it will affect every area of law, practitioners in the UK and Europe are all trying to predict how it's going to affect them. One of the most popular posts this month was a Brexit no-deal checklist by HFW. It gave a brief overview of what could happen in various sectors in a no-deal situation, covering things like dispute resolution, commercial contracts, data protection, employment, and then it outlined the kinds of questions that people working in those sectors should be asking themselves. Employers, for example, should be checking whether any plans have been made to relocate employees before no deal can happen, and whether EU nationals are being encouraged to apply for settled immigration status in the UK. It sounds like some articles will cover a whole range of legal sectors then. Yeah, those checklist-style articles are really helpful, especially if you're not sure what area of law you want to go into. But employment is a huge work area on Nexology though, so if you're interested in employment law, there's lots to get your teeth into. Three of the most popular articles this month were about the language that employers use to communicate with their staff, whether that's through contracts or emails. In fact, Alan and Overy wrote about a case in the UK where an employee made an innuendo about donuts. Needless to say, it did not go down well. Basically, there's a fine line between harmless banter and a huge HR issue, and that's a line lawyers help to draw. Cases like that might lead you down rabbit holes with your research, but personally, I think that's a good thing. If you can identify with industry concerns, it shows that you're looking ahead, maybe even thinking outside the box to come up with some practical solutions yourself. That's what I try to do when pinning down the key takeaways from what I've found. Thank you, Vicky. That's really helpful and hopefully offers an insight of what's on Lexology and how it can be used by aspiring lawyers. Thanks, Fran and Vicky, for your insights into Lexology, and hopefully that's made it clear just how useful a resource the site can be. As Fran said, we've launched our own bespoke LCN curated newsstand. That means you will receive the latest and most interesting articles from law firms every week. We will be choosing the content that we think you should be reading, so you can guarantee that it will be relevant to you and your search for a legal career. 
Sign up with the link in the description and check out LCN for more. Thank you for listening. See you next time.